This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my amazing, talented co-host and producer of the Model Health Show, Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade? What's up, Sean? How are you today? Astonishing. Astonishing. Mm-hmm. What is that? Astonishingly awesome. Awesome. You, you flip flopped it. <laughs> yes. Put it on a flip flop. Mashed it all together. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, it's good to see you. You too. Thank you. You're thank looking you. well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Trying to be handsome yeah, a, little a little bit. You know, trying to be smidgen, handsome. <laughs> a smidgen of handsomeness. Well, everybody, in there. thank you so much for tuning into the show today. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you guys. You know, we're moving into the new year right now. It's just right around the corner. So this is a time that a lot of us are really looking at our life. You know, we're really reflecting and we're looking at what do we want to accomplish in this new year. It's a really good time for that. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, the reality is you can have all the goals in the world. But if you don't have your mindset together, your attitude and really your character, it's going to be very difficult to achieve your goals. So what it really boils down to is changing your paradigm. And what a paradigm really is, is it contains your assumptions about reality, your patterns of thinking, and the cognitive framework that controls your actions. And even though something may be true, if it's outside of your paradigm, it's going to be very hard for you to actually believe it. So what it really boils down to with this example, or just understanding what a paradigm is, it might be true that you have everything you need within you to accomplish your goals. That'd be great. But if it's outside of your paradigm, it's going to be virtually impossible for you to really make the strides and make the change and do the actions necessary. So we've got a person who, he literally is a paradigm changer. That's what he does. And I know this firsthand because he changed my paradigm going on almost 10 years ago now and seeing him in a particular film and hearing his words and the way that he expressed himself it opened up my reality. Mm-hmm. It made me think bigger than I've ever thought before. It made me act bigger than I've ever acted before. And I'm truly in immense gratitude for that. But I'm also happy to say that we've had him on the show before yes. and having him on again. I think we're getting to be friends. Me, well, I would like to Me say and that. Bob Proctor yes. are, are like besties. He makes me Almost. very happy. Yes. <laughs> so we've got Bob Proctor on the show today. So we're going to go ahead and dive into the episode and really talk about changing your paradigm, getting your mindset right for this new year to crush it this year. Mm -hmm. First, let's give a huge shout out to our show sponsor, onit.com. Head over and check them out, onit.com forward slash model for 10% off all of your health and human performance supplements. Huge fans of the Shroom Tech Sport, which is a pre-workout supplement. Shroom Tech Immune, make sure that your immune system is right heading into the sixth season, (laughs) the flu season. Right. It's based on chaga mushroom, which has over 300 percent increase in your natural killer cells, which basically what I like to think about as far as medicinal mushrooms and that training is it's sort of like training for your immune system weapons. Mm-hmm. OK, so your immune system has this intelligence and it can mm-hmm. be too high or too low, mm-hmm. you know, and it helps to modulate that immune system. Love it. And chaga mushroom clinically proven 300 percent increase in your NK cell activity. So check that out. The krill oil is another big thing that I'm into right now. So head over, check them out. Onit.com forward slash model for 10% off. Let's get into mm-hmm. iTunes review of the week. Well, this is another great five-star rating and simply says the best. It all started at Paleo FX 2014. I was hired to run the live stream and later to edit the recorded sessions. That's when I first saw Sean. 
He was the most inspirational of all of them, and he inspired me to begin my journey. From then on, I have been fueling my insatiable appetite for health and fitness information to biohack my own life and inspire the people I love most. I have even gone on to listen to other podcasts, but Sean keeps me coming back for a great variety of topics and wisdom. I can always walk away with something I can implement in my own life, and it always works. I recommend this show to anyone who wants to kickstart a healthy lifestyle and keep it going for a lifetime of success. Ka-ching. What can be said? Right. You know, it was an accidental. Right, right. <laughs> and that's the thing about Paleo FX. There's different rooms, mm-hmm. a lot of different stuff going on. So for somebody to actually be able to see everybody's presentation and to say that about me. Yeah. Wow, that speaks volumes. You've got to Thank realize. you so much. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, let's go ahead and get into our topic of the day and mm-hmm. our special guest. Our guest today is the Bob Phenomenal. Proctor, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> and he's a best-selling author, world-renowned speaker, and star of the hit movie The Secret. Yes. I mean, there's so much that we can talk about today, but I want everybody to make sure you go back and listen to the last episode we did with him for sure. because a lot of the groundwork was laid for that, but I just read his new book, The Art of Living, which also co-authored by Sandy Gallagher, who's a partner of his. And it's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it was like I was ravenous going through this book. <laughs> so I'd like to welcome to wait. the Model Health Show, Mr. Bob Proctor. How are you doing today, Bob? I'm doing great, Sean. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And I'm just so happy for you. Happy to have you back on the show again. I think you're coming in live from Canada, right? I am coming in from Canada, Toronto, Thornhill, Ontario. Love it. Love it. And Mm -hmm. so something I got from your book really right off the bat was it just kind of made me tune into the importance of my imagination. Mm. And you went right in on how our education system can kind of maybe accidentally, maybe kind of push it out of us. So can you talk a little bit about that and how important the imagination is when trying to construct our life and achieve the goals we want? Well, your imagination is everything, really. You know, you can use your imagination to bring the future into the present. Yeah. And that alters the vibration you're in and alters everything in your life. Unfortunately, when we're little kids, well, first of all, we're encouraged to use our imagination because that gets us out from under their feet, the big people. Yeah. And we may be playing with pots and pans, but in our mind, it's not pots and pans. And so they leave us alone to do whatever we're doing. We're quiet and we're not causing any trouble. And so we're actually encouraged to use our imagination. It would be, I think, fascinating to see what's going on in our little mind when we're just on all fours, you know? Yeah. Well, then we go to school and that's called not paying attention. Right. And you get punished for that. Well, a kid's pretty smart. You only have to get punished for something two or three times, and whatever it is, you'll stop doing it. And so we stop using our imagination. It's the most magnificent creative faculty man's been given. And then here we are, adults. We have great big companies and little wee tiny creative departments, when the truth is everybody in every department is creative, but they don't know it. And it's the imagination where everything begins. The radio that you're broadcasting on or the TV that you're broadcasting on. It was nothing but an idea in somebody's imagination. They tuned in and they could see it. And when they could see it, they were on the frequency they had to be on to attract what they had to do to manifest it. And the ones that were strong 
and held on to their visions, they would win. But most of us were beat up about using the imagination, so we stopped using it. Yeah. It's such a wonderful tool. Yeah, exactly. That's and I, I just love how, you know, for me, it just sparked my mind and thinking back to that time of being a kid and then working in clinical practice and seeing so many people over the years, adults and parents of kids who are stricken with a condition, you know, they're dubbed with the title ADD or ADHD. And oftentimes, and this is something I love having Bob on just to kind of reiterate this, but, you know, when we're at that age, one of the worst things that you could do to a kid is to tame them, you know, to take a kid who's all about full out play mm -hmm. and tell them to sit down for seven hours in a chair yes. and behave himself, right? It's almost like some kind of weird punishment, right? <laughs> you know, so things are changing in the school system slowly but surely, but it's just understanding we're setting ourselves up and our children for a potential lifetime of problems because even if they make it through that type of conditioning to go back and to truly be successful, because as Bob mentioned, and I want to reiterate this point, every single thing that we're surrounded by right now came from somebody's imagination. Mm -hmm. The floor we're standing on, the clothes we're wearing, the devices that we're listening to this through, it was all from somebody's imagination. That's how important your imagination is to achieving your goal. Right, right. But then I love the part about then you get on this correct frequency, this specific frequency. Right. And we've seen that happen. Like even with this show, remember when you were dreaming this up yeah. and we're all sitting there? Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. You know, and Anne was like, well, how are we going to do that? Right. The how person. <laughs> Howie, you need the how person. You got to have a Howie, you know. But that frequency, I think, was then met because yeah. ever since. Yeah. You know, and as we're looking, we've got. The man, right. Bob Proctor, so, on this idea. That's what I want to ask you about, Bob. So what are some strategies or some tips? Because what you're doing is basically helping us to remember how to use our imagination. Wow, yeah. So well, what are some know, things we could do? If we can remember this, nothing is created or destroyed. And everything is already here. We were talking about school there, Sean. I was reading something where Madame Montessori said, we send kids to school and we treat them like they're a empty cup and we've got to fill that cup up with knowledge she said the truth is the cup is full our objective is to draw it out of the cup mm. we've already got it and if we can grasp the concept that the energy that we're made of the energy that flows to and through us is a creative energy and as we build an image in our mind we flip ourselves onto a frequency of thought because thought operates on frequencies. It's energy. It's the most potent form of energy there is. It's more potent than a laser. Hmm. And we've been given the ability to think. And when we build our imagination, we flip ourselves onto a frequency. Now, if we understand that, then regardless of all the stuff that we have to go through, all the objections that we run up against, all the walls we run into, if we hold the image in our mind, the way will be shown because we're going to stay in the vibration that we have to be in to attract it. Attraction is very real, but you can't attract to you something you're not in harmony with and you're not in harmony with it if you haven't got the image in your mind. Mm. Wow. So true. You know, I got goosebumps. From <laughs> I think that it's probably one of the most foundational things mm -hmm. is clarity and getting clear on what you want. And having the imagination to think external from your circumstances is what I'm really picking up from Bob. And one of the things that hinders us, Bob, is that 
we feel that we have to do something. You talk about this in the book. I have to go to this job. I have to, I have to, I have to. But you say that we actually choose everything that we do. It's not something that we have to do. Nothing is. So can you talk a little bit about that? Well, if we let the paradigm control us, we have to do it. If we wake up and understand we're the highest form of creation on the planet, there's not one thing that you can think of that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Everything is a choice. You know, J. Martin Coey wrote a little book. It was a beautiful little book. It's called Your Greatest Power. And your greatest power is your ability to choose. And so we choose everything we do. I was speaking at a meeting earlier this morning, and I was saying, you know, all over the world, there's people in traffic jams in their car, and they're going to a job they don't want to go to. They're working for someone they don't enjoy working with. They're doing something they don't like to do, and they'll sit in that traffic for an hour every morning or more and an hour every night coming home, and they've spent their whole day doing what they didn't love to do, and that they don't understand they've chosen to do it. They could quit, but they don't know that. You see, ignorance is the only problem. When we eliminate the ignorance, Solomon put it very well, very wise king, In all you're getting, get understanding. Let's understand who we are and what we are. Let's understand we are God's highest form of creation. Let's understand we were created in God's image. We got the whole concept confused, and we've created God in our image, and we've messed up for ourselves. Bob, (laughs) I want you to touch on this, because I think we were maybe close to your birthday last time we talked. So how long have you been teaching this stuff to people, and how old are you right now? I'm 81. Get it, Bob. 81. 81. You get it, Bob. And this is like five decades, right, that you've been speaking and teaching. 50. I'm in my 55th year, and I'm just warming up, Sean. I have absolutely no idea slowing down. See, I really believe the older you get, the more energy you should have. Because you don't get energy, you release energy. And if you study, and if you do your work, and you take care of yourself, look after your mind and body, and you understand the laws, you're going to have more energy as you get older than you had when you're younger. So you should be able to go faster and accomplish more. The idea is speed up. Calm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Speed mm-hmm. up. Calm, calm down. down. <laughs> Stay calm. Speed so up. <laughs> in, in this chapter, when we talked about that, the fact that we choose everything that we do, you shared the story of Viktor Frankl and in the book, Man's Search for Meaning. So can you talk a little bit about that premise and the big takeaway that you got from that book? Well, Frankl was such an extraordinary human being. He's a Viennese psychiatrist that spent the war years in a concentration camp. And he said, regardless of the intellectual or physical abuse that he was subjected to, no one could cause him to think something he didn't want to think. You may be forced into doing things, but no one can cause you to think something you don't want to think. And that's very important. I had an interesting situation, Sean, happen, and it's going to be more interesting, I think, tomorrow morning. Gina, who has worked with me for 30 years, phoned me and uh, she said, Bob, we had a young lady phone the office today and said she thinks you know her father-in-law. And then she said, you know it, Jimmy, and I'm not going to mention his last name. And, And I said, I know him better than you. And I started to 
track around in my mind. It's been 54 years since I saw him. I was in his wedding 58 years ago, but I haven't seen him for 54 years. And I phoned him two days ago, and I'm going to go and see him tomorrow morning. I asked him what he's doing, and he said, nothing. Hmm. And I said, well, you must do something. No, he said, I don't do anything. He said, I'm retired. Hmm. He said, on Tuesday is the only day that I'm busy. I go to an airman's club. He had been in the Air Force, and he said, we meet at the airport. And he said, it's sort of nice getting together and chitty chatting about what we did. Here's a guy, apparently he's healthy. He's one year younger than me. And uh, we chummed around when we were kids. Here he is doing nothing. It's like we came to a fork in the road. I went one way, he went the other way. And I thought, what a shame. And he asked me when I was talking to him, he said, do you smoke? And I said, oh, heavens, no. I said, I smoke. I said, well, why don't you quit? Oh, he said, I like it. He said, that's the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is have a cigarette. I said, well, the truth is you don't smoke at all. I said, the cigarette smokes, you suck. You should understand what you're doing to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my but, goodness. You see, we both had a choice. We were going down the same path. Mm-hmm. At 26, I decided I don't like what I'm doing with my life. I was losing. I was unhappy, sick, and broke. And I made a change. And I have never looked back. He never made that choice. Yeah. We all have that choice, you know, no matter where we are. Because as you just mentioned, he can change now. Yes, he can. And we all have this kind of equal opportunity, but it takes us to get outside of our paradigm. And I just want to share with everybody this point. You know, this is the Model Health Show. So we want to slide in as much health information as possible (laughs) as well. But the foundation, though, is still your paradigm and your mindset. But according to the research, individuals that retire, their mortality rate skyrockets. Once they retire. Compared to well, individuals who work well into older age, okay. you know, continue well, because, working. Because, you see, work's made for us. We're not made for work. Mm. Work is made for us. Work is the, and we should be doing what we love. Yes. So work gives us the reason to have this mental activity. And if it's constructive and it's good mental activity, you're going to be in a good physical vibration. You're going to be in a good intellectual vibration. Do you know... I've been asking questions all over the world for a long, long time. And I boiled it down to three things because it doesn't matter if I'm in China and Buenos Aires and Brazil or Europe or the Middle East or here. I keep asking people, what do you want? What do you really want? Because I really believe that I can show them how to get what they want. And I broke it down. Not everybody wants to be wealthy, but everyone wants to earn enough that they don't have any financial concerns. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing they want. They want to earn enough money. They don't have any financial concerns. Number two, they want to be able to wake up in the morning and be enthusiastic about how they're going to spend their day. And number three, they want to associate with people that are enthusiastic, they're upbeat, and they're doing something creatively constructive. But, you know, they don't believe they can get it. And the truth is they can. And, you know, you talk about health. That is the healthy state of mind that a person's got to be in if they want to really enjoy life. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I see this time and time again. You know, people would come into my clinic over the years, you know, just like, what can I take for this? What can I take for that? (laughs) And of course, wanting some nutrition advice, some exercise advice. But I've seen this over and over that the most influential thing on our health and our well-being is our relationships mm-hmm. and also what we do for a living. What we do. Right? Mm-hmm. And I love the the paradigm shift that Bob's already providing today in relationship to how we view our work, 
You know, it's not that we're working. It's kind of like, I think he said something along the lines of it's working us or something work like that. Work is for us. Mm-hmm. Well, work is made for made us. For yes. We're not made for work. Yes. It's, see, the concept is that you have to go to work to earn money. Well, the truth is the people that earn the most money do very little work. <laughs> working, is, working is not how you earn money. Work is how you develop your mind. Yes. Work is how you develop yourself. It's made for us. So we should do what is appealing to us, what we enjoy doing, and give it everything we've got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's dive in and talk about this right now because a lot of people listening want that so badly, but in their mind is popping up, you know, well, I've got these bills. Mm-hmm. I've got all this responsibility. I've got kids. I've got school to pay for. I've got all these things. How can I just do what I really want to do, Bob? You know, all those things you mentioned are true. And they go on the left-hand side or on one sheet of paper. And on the other sheet of paper is all the reasons why they can. Those are reasons why they can't. Mm-hmm. And if they spend time thinking of why they can't, they're going to find it. Because whatever you look for, you'll find. Seeking, you'll find is good advice. What they've got to do is make a clear written statement of exactly how they want to live. And they've got to commit it to writing. They've got to take a pen and put it in writing in the present tense. And then make an just an irrevocable decision. I am going to do this. I am going to figure this out. Now, a good idea would be to go to someone that's living that way and say, this is what I want. Can you give me some steps on how to get it? But they don't do that. Most people stay on the sheet of why they can't. And then they go and talk to the guy next door who's totally in cost in that. And they start talking about why they can't. And they talk about, you know, and they're involved with that. you got to get involved with people who are going to figure out how to do it. And I really believe the secret is go to someone that's demonstrating by results. They know what they're talking about and then do exactly what they tell you. That is how I changed my paradigm, Sean. That's how I got on the right track. I found someone that knew a lot more than me, and he said, if if you will do what I tell you, you can have anything you want. I did not believe that, but I believed he believed it. And then he followed up by saying, Bob, your way's not working. Why don't you try mine? Mm -hmm. Right. I thought, you know, you don't even have to be very bright to understand that makes sense. And that's what I started to do. And I have never stopped doing that. I have always followed the advice of people that were doing better than I was doing at what I wanted to do. Wow. There's something in the book that's reminded me of when you talk about going beyond goal setting. And it's really acknowledging where you are now, you know, and... I think that's kind of the, yeah, I see you shaking your head. So can you talk a little bit about that? Well, it's everything. You see, I can say, I want to go to Cincinnati. But if I don't know where I am, man, I could drive right past Cincinnati and not know I was only a mile away. I've got to know where I am if I want to get to Cincinnati. And if I don't know where I am, it doesn't matter if I've got it figured out where I want to go. I'm never going to get there. And where I am now, that is where I'm at intellectually, where I'm at emotionally, where I'm at physically. I've got to sit down and say, why am I doing this? Why am I here? It took me 10 years to figure that out. And that was after I was earning over a million dollars a year. Hmm. I had changed my life and I didn't know what I had done. And I took a look and I thought, you know, I grew up with the idea you got to be really smart if you're going to earn a lot of money. I'm not very smart. I'm earning a lot of money. I grew up, if you don't go to school, you can't win. 
you know, we'll get a good job. I didn't have a good job. I owned the company. We were in seven cities in three countries. So I thought that isn't true. And I started to question everything I believed. You know, you watch television, they'll tell, eat this, it's good for you. It could kill you. Mm. But we just watched the tube and create a head to match. We've got to know where we are. We've got to know why we're doing what we're doing. Why do I get up at this time? Why do I go to bed at this time? Why do I spend my day doing this? Why am I earning this? Why am I talking to them so much? Why do I pay attention to those people? We've got to ask ourselves those. They're very hard questions. And we've got to get objective. We're the only creature on the planet that can get outside of ourselves and look at ourselves and see what we're doing. And then say, why am I doing that? Is that serving me? Am I spending my days doing something that serves me? And if it's not, you got to quit. Just stop it right here, right now. There's somebody listening to this show right now. And what they want to do is get super serious. If what you're doing is not giving you what you want, make up your mind now. I'm going to stop doing it. I'm going to go to somebody that knows what the hell they're talking about, and I'm going to start doing it. I want to be healthy. I'm going to talk to Sean. I want to get wealthy. I'm going to talk to this person. I want to build a business. I'm going to talk to the person who's already built one. And then do what they tell you. Yeah. You know, in this chapter, you talked about how profoundly simple this is. Mm-hmm. Yet it people is simple. are not. It is. It is so simple. And I want everybody to understand this timeless saying that's been just rippled throughout our human civilization. Know thyself. Mm-hmm. Know thyself. It's really important to do that self-assessment and to know who you are so that you can truly understand what you want, what you're capable of. But also, I want people to walk away understanding your current circumstances is not your destination Mm -hmm. necessarily, unless you choose to stay there, you know, because it's really your choice. And I can very much resonate with Bob and his story and, you know, just growing up in very poor conditions for, you know, here in the United States poor, but we have to understand all of this stuff is in context because everybody listening, chances are you're in the top one or 2% of income in the world because most of the world is living on a dollar a day, you know? So it's understanding we have tremendous opportunity here and even being able to step up and get connected to this kind of information. But I remember my brother actually uh, reminded me of this when we did the show talking about my story. And I shared how when I moved in with my mom around, you know, age seven ish, six or seven, and now I can go to the corner store and buy penny candy mm-hmm. and I could take a dollar and buy a hundred pieces of candy. He was like, whoa, bro, it wasn't a dollar. It was a food stamp. Ooh, so there was no taxes. That's right. Right? That's right. And so that's, I came from that paradigm. So growing up through that and just the messages that were, ingrained in me you know my mom I'd ask hey mom can I have she's like do I look like I'm made of money (laughs) you know money doesn't grow on trees I was like it kind of did you know for a minute but you know and trying (laughs) to push through that stuff and as I got older and started working I would make money but I would find a way to creatively get rid of it like it was just repelled by my presence and for me it was tying to something bigger than myself Mm -hmm. you know to help turn it around and I really figured that you know it's that Abraham Lincoln quote you can't help the poor if you're one of them right And so I decided, you know, I could touch so many more lives. I can help so many more people if I build myself up in every single area so that people can't say, well, what about that, Sean? What about this hole in your game? Which makes it, you know, it's not so much an account on you, like what you missed. It's another way out for them. Hmm. You know, I was going to ask Bob, well, what happened to your left side of the sheet? Yeah. Now that you've done all that, because if it's so simple you and we're so brilliant, exactly, exactly, with no options it. of returning. And don't give any more energy to it. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, how we live relative to most of the population of the world. You can narrow that down even smaller. Yeah. The people listening to this show 
are in a very small percent of this top percent, or they wouldn't be listening to the show. Right. So I think a person has to realize when they're looking at where they are, you have to ask, why am I listening to this show? Because there's something in you. Your soul is craving more creative energy. And you are doing what you should be doing. So you should give yourself a pat on the back just for turning this on. Yeah. yeah. And then ask yourself, am I doing this? See, I've got this book. I've been reading this book every day since the 21st of October, 1961. Mm. Now, I may read the same paragraph every day for a month. I want to understand where was his mind at? Am I doing this? Have I internalized this? Is this me? I read something in a book that is really good. Listen, where the heck is it? (laughs) Oh, this is so good. The rich man, the poor man, the good man, the thief. Individually, so different is this same world. What made them different? Their perception. Yes. Yep. They were all the same. The rich man, the poor man, the good man, the thief. They're all made from the same stuff. They've all been blessed with the same faculties. They see the world so different, and they're all in the same world. Yeah. The individual. This is true across whatever career path you're choosing. You know, oh, even yeah. if you're doing something you love right now, please understand that there are people doing what you're doing that are multimillionaires, and there are people that you're doing that are struggling just to pay their bills. You know, there are personal trainers who are extremely wealthy and then there's personal trainers who are living day to day and can barely buy food. I was one of them, you know, (laughs) and then there's individuals like Bob actually is a great example. You know, he shares a story in the book and he started off cleaning floors. Mm -hmm. Right. And there are people who clean floors and he turned that into a huge multimillion dollar business. But there are people cleaning floors that are literally that's what they're doing and they're barely making it. And then there's multimillionaires. It's really it's the same thing, but they're doing it in a certain way. That's the thing. And that's what he talked See, about in that book. That's what got me. The book is about what I've learned. And what you just said is what got me to try and figure this out. Here I am. Somebody would say, you know, I'm earning all this money. I'm doing so well. I'm living in a great neighborhood. And people say, well, what do you do? I'm cleaning offices but I'm listening to Earl Nightingale's Strangest Secret and I'm reading Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich every day. And then one day I thought, but a lot of people are cleaning offices. They're not doing what I'm doing. A lot of people have listened to Earl's record and read Napoleon Hill's book, but they're not doing what I was doing. So what is the difference? What happened? And you can be absolutely brilliant and be losing. Mm -hmm. And you might be six bits short when it comes to being smart and be winning. It's the decisions we make. It's the choices. It's locking in. It's the focus. That's where the imagination starts it all. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that, about locking in. Right. But first, let's take a really quick break. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying today's show. I want to take a quick break and let you know about something that I'm really loving right now. If you're anything like me, you care a lot about the food that you're putting into your body. What's the problem, though? Good food can be extremely expensive but it doesn't have to be. Thrive Market is like Costco for everything healthy, an online shopping club offering the best brands and groceries at literally 25 to 50% off retail prices, shipped nationally for free. I'm just blown away by the fact that 
some of my favorite products. Even the toothpaste that I use, I've been paying twice as much for, I get now at Thrive Market for half of the price and it's just blowing me away. Even my favorite almond butter. You know, there's so many great things that these guys have access to. One of the best parts, you can easily filter everything by your preference. Paleo, gluten-free, vegan, raw, non-GMO, and dozens of other categories. The second best part is that for every paid membership Thrive sells, they give one away to a low-income family, be that a public school teacher or a veteran as well. So go to thrivemarket.com forward slash model health, and you're going to get a free two-month trial and 15% off of your first order. When you sign up for the membership, it's literally just $59.95 a year, which is only $5 a month. But again, you get two months for free to try this out, and I know you're going to be hooked because I am. And don't forget, for every paying member, Thrive gives away a free membership to a low-income family, veteran, or teacher, which is really powerful because it helps to get the playing field leveled for everybody who also wants to be healthy. So never pay full price again for healthy food. Go to thrivemarket.com forward slash model health to start your free two-month trial and get 15% off your first order. You have zero to lose and everything to gain. So check it out, thrivemarket.com forward slash model health for your special free trial offer. Okay, we are back. And I just want to talk about a little point here. And this is straight from The Art of Living from Bob Proctor and his wonderful co-author, Sandy Gallagher. And the statement says that when you really want something, you will always get whatever is required to have it. Always. This is an absolute law of your being. And that really brought to my forefront that in my life, my Mm -hmm. family, the people that I know, whenever we truly wanted something, no, let me scratch that word. Whenever we needed something, Mm -hmm. when our backs were against the wall, we always found a way to make it happen. You know, but the thing was, it took for things to be bad enough for us to move. You always have the capacity. I know this is resonating with some of the people listening. You've had times when you didn't know how you was going to get something done to take care of a loved one, to pay a bill, to get something you might have needed for school, for a trip, whatever it might be. But you found a way and it's because the urgency was there. So how can we turn that urge into urgency, Bob? Is there any strategies that you have to get people moving again? Excellent. Well, I think we have to understand there's no inspiration in needs. Wow. If you're working towards needs, you're never going to be inspired. You've got to be working toward what you want. I believe wants come. I think our spiritual DNA is perfect. There's perfection in it. That's the essence of who we are. And it's jabbing us in the consciousness, want this, want this. We might see a nice car. I want one of them. See a beautiful home. I want that. We see someone in a beautiful body. I want that. And we want these things, but we instantly let them go because we don't know we can have what we want. If you know how to get what you want, it's probably not what you want. It's what you think you can do. You've got to go beyond your own thinking. You've got to get out of the box. You've got to get away from that paradigm. And when we go after what we want, it causes a respectable amount of discomfort because we're stepping out of the box. We're stepping out of the paradigm. If we're not prepared to handle that discomfort and keep on going, we're going to stay where we are. When we build the image of what we want and lock in, we fuse with it. We become it. And that is when it starts to move into form. You've got to fuse with the good you desire. And that's exactly what you're doing when you build the image of what you want, 
You don't have to know how to get it. The joy of life is figuring out how to get it. it and you become aware one step at a time. One step at a time. Just pay attention to what you're doing. Give it the best you've got. Robert Russell is a great author. He's been gone now a long time. But he said, there's no secret to becoming great. He said, do little things in a great way every day. And I thought, what wonderful advice. Yeah. It's so much easier to give everything we've got to what we're doing than it is to struggle. So true. You know, Absolutely. as you talk, I've got questions for you. And then there's so many more pop up, mm-hmm. you know, and one of the things that comes to mind right now is the discipline to actually do this. And this is the thing you like, you dedicated a specific part of the book talking about the only quality that we really need is that discipline to do what you just said, but the discipline to actually do that. So that's right near the start of the book. And for good reason. First of all, I grew up with the idea. I went in the Canadian Navy and uh, I thought I knew something about discipline when I got out of the Navy. That was a form of punishment that I mistook for discipline. (laughs) Discipline is something you can give to yourself. Nobody else can give it to you. It's the ability to give yourself a command and then follow it. This I will do. You know, if a person's going to go on a healthy diet, if a person's going on a healthy workout program, they've got to have discipline. If a person's going after something they don't know how to get, they've got to have discipline. Discipline is the ability to give yourself a command and then follow it. This I will do. Now, doesn't matter what happens. You're going to do it. You're going to make it happen. And the reward is the satisfaction you get from doing something that you didn't even think you could do, that you didn't know how to do, and you did it because you disciplined yourself. It's a magnificent quality. I am a very disciplined person. I wasn't always when I realized that this was really the linchpin. This was the key. This was the thing that made the difference. I made up my mind I was going to become disciplined. This I will do, and I'll do it. We know this, Bob, right. for sure. And for like sure. you said, each step then will reveal more absolutely, and create more understanding. That's what Carlisle said. Go as far as you can see. Mm-hmm. When you get there, you'll see how to go further. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love the quote earlier, do small things in a great in way. In a great way. You know, yeah, and that's absolutely. what it's really about and the mm-hmm. consistency because success is not something you do every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's how you consistently live your life. And I love the word discipline because as soon as I hear it, I think about the word disciple. Yep. And for me, that really means becoming a disciple of yourself and your own mission and your own purpose. Mm -hmm. And that kind of lighting the way for everything else in your life. You know, I have to do a show with you sometime. I made a program called The Mission in Commission. Mm -hmm. Mm. You're going to find the people that do well, make the big dollars. They're on a mission. And I made it based on disciples that I had studied. It's so important. I don't care what you're doing. Like you're disciplined or you wouldn't be doing this show. Absolutely. CJ, they're making up those words. I remember the last time I was waiting to find out what the word was going to be today. I found that fascinating. You know, the whole group of you there, you deserve so much credit doing this show. You know you're helping people way beyond even what you know. There's people getting help that you don't even ever hear about. And the universe hears about it, though. 
and it sends it all back. That's a beautiful part. That is, which I feel is how you were circled back around to us because this is the first time I ever put it in perspective of myself giving myself the command. Oh, yeah. This is the first time I ever made the connection that I'm telling me to do it and responding to the me and not something outside of myself. But, you know, it's all you're, you're right. It's all <laughs> responding to you. You know, I had a young man today talk about earning money, about working. I said, no, no. And I quoted Hill. And you could substitute money for health or for anything. He said, if you are one of those people that believe that hard work and honesty alone is going to bring riches, he said, perish the thought it's not true. Riches, when they come in huge quantities, are never the result of hard work. Riches come if they come at all in response to definite demands based upon the application of definite principles and not by chance or luck. Now, you can say that true about good health, about good physical health, about good mental health. It comes as a response to definite demands based upon the application of definite principles. The definite demands, you've got to demand it of yourself. Yes. <laughs> Nobody else can demand it. You've got to demand it of yourself. This I will do. This I will do. God, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Exciting? There's so many different things here, but one of the things I want to circle back around to, the foundational point that I really got from Bob and talking about, I think that it's wants that actually drive us. What I'm going to just put out there for everybody to do, this assignment today is to write down what you actually want. Write down 10 things that you want to accomplish mm -hmm. this year in 2016. And here's the thing. I have did this before. Yep. I actually did a program myself about uh, maybe five, six, seven years ago of 100 goals in 100 days. Mm -hmm. And it took me several days just to even write 100 goals out. But I'll tell you what, I accomplished about 40% of those goals. Nice. I didn't, it wasn't 100. Right. You know, I didn't bat 100. But even, you know, in Major League Baseball, if you bat 300, right. you can make millions of dollars, yeah. you know. So it was you really powerful. You were 400. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so just, and there were small things and big things. I think that's important, too, to kind of build up that muscle that whatever I write down, I can create. Now, here's the thing. This is the caveat. When I was writing out what I really wanted, it was extremely hard. This yes. is probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. Because what kept coming up was what I thought was possible for me, mm -hmm. you know, and to stretch that. And, you know, I had to look to mentors like Bob and look to other people who've already broken out of that paradigm. And this is why I just want to reiterate how important that is to follow and model people like Bob was saying, because that really helped to usher me to jettison the old life and to usher me into a new reality. And so be honest, as crazy as it might seem, as random as it might seem, be honest about what you want. Allow yourself to want what you really want. Right. So do that step first. And then to couple that, after you get 10 things, don't think about the hows or whys, just 10 things. Then write down maybe four or five, we'll say five, five different ways that you can help to make that happen. They might be small things like send an email to such and such sure. or watch this program. You know, small things could be great things, mm -hmm. but I'm just issuing that challenge right now for you today as we move into the new year That's right. to do that. And don't allow any of your internal editors, the committees in your head or the naysayers in this room or in this space, because that will disrupt your flow, your writing. Internal editors. I love that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Fire so them. much, so much value here. So I, I want to ask you a question, Bob, this book, The Art of Living. What was the inspiration behind putting this book out right now? You know, you're 81 years old, 81 years young, should I say. 80 years and vibrant. this another new book, The Art of Living. Why this book right now? Well, it was actually Sandy Gallagher that encouraged me to do this. 
she said, I want to do with this with you. And she said, you're teaching all this. Let's turn it into a book. And, you know, I don't think you place enough value on what you do yourself from time to time. You're busy yeah. doing it. And, and she says, you know, I have no idea how many people this would help. And there's a lot of people going to get this and read it that wouldn't ever be able to listen to you or attend a program. So I said, okay, and that's how we decide to do it. That's coming out, I think, the end of the month. We got another one coming out. We're under contract with the, with the publisher to do a paradigm shift. Mm. So we'll dig into this deeper. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just thinking, there's a guy you got to have on the show. He's really into health. Do you know Nick Halleck? I do not, know. Oh, I'm going to introduce him to you. This guy's amazing. He was very sick. And he made a list. You made a think of it when you said the 100 things. This guy has done it all and he's earned it on his own. He's become an astronaut. He paid $20 million, the Russians to make him an astronaut. He's slept in the pyramids. He's um, been one of few people on that three people submersive where he went down in a sub with two other people and had lunch sitting on the deck of the Titanic. He has been down in this new cave in Mexico. They just found that have these giant crystals. A phenomenal guy. He's written a book. You can look it up. I did the foreword for his book for him called The Thrillionaire. Nick <laughs> I, I, love am, it. I am going to introduce you to him. You got to have him on your show. Absolutely. Fantastic. If it's a recommendation from Bob Proctor, you got I mean, it. if Bob is like, do 79 push ups, yeah. I'm on it yeah. immediately. <laughs> so, Bob, right here, right now. You know, I've asked you this question before, but, you know, you grow, as you know, every single day you grow and evolve. Yeah. So, I'm interested to hear your response. What is the model that you're here to create with the way that you're living your life right now? Well, I believe if we will do what we love doing, I love what I do, and do it as well as we can possibly do it. I mean, really put everything in it every day. You only have to do it today. Then I think people are going to watch you better than listen to you, and they're going to follow you. And that's really the way I live. I encourage all the people in our company to do that. We've got phenomenal employees in the company. Sandy Gallagher is such a marvelous example. She was a super successful banking attorney. You know, buy banks, sell banks, merge banks. And she fell in love with what I was doing. She says, I got to do what that guy's doing. And she followed us. She's made a big difference. She runs the company. But that's the model. I just want to be the best Bob Proctor I can be. Because I believe everything I can say about me is true about you. Everything I can learn about me, you just have to study yourself. You mentioned the two words, know thyself. That's been inscribed over the Ark of Apollo and Delphi for over 2,000 years. And so I just study me, and by knowing me, I know you, because we're all the same. We look different. We're different shades. We speak different languages. We have different cultures. But we are all the same. We're God's highest form of creation. We've all been blessed with the same mental faculties. And it's our obligation to do God's work here. Mm-hmm. And somebody will say, well, what God's work? God's work is creation. He's the creator. Creation. So we were made in God's image. We were given creative faculties. So we should be creating every day. And we want to be creating ourselves into a better person than we are. Ah, oh, yes. Love it. Yes. So good, Bob. Can you let everybody know where they can find the book and find Everybody. You? They can go to artoflivingbook.com 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 three times baby 
And we're going to link that up in the show notes for sure. And Bob, I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for you being who you are and putting in so much effort and passion and just the time. I mean, greatness really, it's something that gets better with age, mm. I think. And so hearing earlier that Bob thinks that we should actually have more energy and yeah. get better as we grow older, yeah. that inspires me so much. And I just want to thank you for that, Bob. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And thank you for inviting me on the show. I really appreciate it. But I want to know what Jay's word is before, because I didn't get it down <laughs> when she started. Astonishing. Astonishing. Yes. A-W-E-S-T-O-N. I-S-H-I-N-G, right? It's not spelling B. Don't worry about it, baby. So <laughs> awesome. What is, awesome. What does that Astonishingly mean? Astonishingly awesome. Astonishing. I love it. I, I love you. I love you too, Bob. <laughs> I, that's what I was looking forward you, to coming on here. Oh, my goodness. You have sparked <laughs> yeah. something in me even greater. What began as just a word merge is certainly yeah. more than that for me I love from it. going forward. Yes. Well, thank you both for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely, Bob. And on behalf of Sandy and myself, thank you. And I hope you enjoy the book. Uh, Oh, definitely, Bob. And so we're going to direct everybody to pick up a copy of The Art of Living. We'll link it up in the show notes. So head over to themodelhealthshow.com and you can grab the show notes, the link to the book. And also you can check out the video and see Bob face to face Mm -hmm. today when he's waving up that old copy of... Think and Grow Rich and all that good stuff, these priceless moments. And everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I truly do hope that you got a lot of value out of this. I know that I did. And let this new year be the biggest opportunity, the greatest year that you've had thus far. This is about breaking out of paradigms. This is about learning the art of living. This is about really stepping up and stepping into the shoes that you were actually here to fill. You know, because you're born with a certain mission, a mandate, and you have the capacity to do it. It's just about making it happen. So Follow the tips that you picked up today. Do the exercise that I recommended and set it in motion. Start making it happen. And don't know? be afraid. We got yeah. you. Yeah. Don't be scared. <laughs> we got you. We Take got action. You. Take action every day. Joseph Campbell put it very well. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Well, there you go. There Do you have it, it anyway. baby. Do it anyway. Put a bow on it. Take care. <laughs> have a great year. We got much, much more in store for you. Take care and I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to theshawnstevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening.